Sherry, with me, Tawny, and her mom, Marielle. Welcome to your new safe space, where there's no such thing as TMI. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Maria yawned right when I hit record. So that lets you know where we're at. Hello. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Oversharing. Uh, we, <laughs> uh, we took off last week. It was Thanksgiving. So for anyone who celebrates, we hope you had a nice day doing whatever it is you do. I feel like holidays have gotten holidays are just different now yeah you know i like it's than when you were younger absolutely from when i was younger everything changes Mm -hmm. um but also i feel like they've changed like post pandemic yeah or you know whatever you want to call it i don't hate it no, I like the more low-key stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, how I feel, like, the less people, the better. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Me too. And it takes the pressure off. Like, I feel like people don't dress up anymore. Yeah. Maybe some people do. You yeah. know, do your thing. But I feel like it's gotten so much more common. Like, everyone just come comfy and be ready to lounge around and watch TV. You Digest. know? Yeah, it's just, it's <laughs> just different just, vibes. Just, yeah. <laughs> because life, I feel like everything's so chaotic all the time, like in the media and in our personal lives work. at work. Yeah. So it's almost like these days off are actual, like a holiday day off is like an actual day off. Like right. you get to like shut out the world mm-hmm. and take a break. Yep. We don't get enough of those. No. <laughs> and, and me at work, it's just so loud all the time. Yeah. And you know, in and out of my door and it's like I come home and I like it's so quiet here that would drive me crazy like having an office that's accessible to pretty much everyone has to be as cool as it is annoying it's you know like it's nice that you have the access to get to know so many different people and so many different people can come talk to you but it also has to be like Jesus it's so busy it is and one of my qualities is how helpful I can be. <laughs> okay. Um, and I know, well, I mean, I've been there 22 years. It's a long time, yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it's also a curse. Right. Because sometimes I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling so helpful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't mind helping people. I don't want no, to give that impression. It. But sometimes I'm just tired and, you know. I feel like that's something a lot of people relate to like have you have you ever had someone text you for a favor but they don't say what the favor is but mm-hmm. they're trying to lock you in before they let you know like hey are you off on tuesday right hey do you have why what yeah do you want tell me, me. exactly be very direct mm-hmm. tell me exactly what you want give mm-hmm. me start dates and end dates mm-hmm. you know what Absolutely. you need from me that's my new like always now if someone says hey are you free or do you have this i'm like it depends on what you're about to ask me. Like, I just straight with it. But I remember when I used to feel like saying that would be rude. Yeah. You know, and I feel like as a society, we're kind of evolving in a way to be more direct. And I think it's funny. It is. <laughs> but helpful. It's very helpful. I'm helpful. That, apparently. Is there awards for that? Like, do you no. get a star, a sticker, no. a cookie? I get a thank you. 
Well, thank yous go a long yeah. way. You know, you were helpful. You know. I mean, I had a guy call today, and he said, is this otolaryngology? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is the number I dialed yesterday, and I got them. And I said, okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and he said, I'm, and, it's, and he wanted them at the Navy Yard. And I'm like, and then I ask him, um, so I type it in, and I'm looking through the directory. Trying to help him. And then yeah. I can't find it. And then I'm like, what's the doctor's name? So I'm getting ready to give you a, a shout-out, Dr. Rebecca Schiffen. Otolaryngology at the Navy Yard. What even is that? Otolaryngology. It's, it's the throat. Oh, where, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the Once throat. Once you slowed it down, at mm-hmm. first I was like, I, I thought you made up a word. <laughs> so I didn't know how to spell Schiffen, but I went to Google. Did you know how to spell Otolaryngology? Yes, I did know how to spell that. <laughs> I still can't say it. That I do know how to spell. Um, See one, do one, teach one. I heard it twice. I still can't say it. <laughs> But I Googled it, and it was actually C-H, because I put S-C-H-I-F-F-E-N. Okay. Yeah, and I gave him the number, and he was like... That was a full shout-out. You spelled it at I all. Did. Do you have a phone I number? I did. <laughs> I, I did not. It didn't give a phone number. No, I was, I was there yeah, for the, yeah, for the yeah. listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was what the hard part was. When we were going in the directory, we couldn't find something with our phone number. We were just finding out where it was at. Directories are so wild. And then I Googled. I, re- I, I just got a flashback of... Like, yeah, white pages and phone books. Isn't mm-hmm. that a crazy thing? Yeah. I, that's all I had growing up. <laughs> I, that's crazy. Sometimes I still would prefer to use that. You're like, Mom, just Google. <laughs> yeah, you have the Google? Sometimes you ask me some shit, and I'm like, there's literally a phone in your hand. Yeah. I'm getting better. I'm no, getting better are. at watching videos and stuff. No, it's funny. For instruction. But... There is, like, a white pages website now, though. But it is crazy that there didn't. There used to be like a uh, you could just call information, right? Yes. You just pick up the phone, call mm-hmm. information, and ask for whatever. Yeah, yeah. You're and they should for. still have that. They that people that should be someone's job. They should pay someone to do that to help people. <laughs> Maybe it should be you because you're no. so helpful. No, I don't. And you're good do on it. the phone. I don't want to do it. Well, I mean, you can't like propose <laughs> these ideas and then say like I like. You already explained why you'd be good at it. Mm-mm. I'm good at it for my role. Okay. I like my team. I don't want to change. Do you want to tell people where your office is so they can just stop by? No. <laughs> nope. How rude. <laughs> All right. So we had our first vendor show for oversharing two weekends ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two mm-hmm. weekends ago. Yep. Um, it was really cool. We made a lot of cool connections. It was so cold freezing freezing cold um and we had a, a little uh-oh <laughs> all right so that's she's looking at me um so we did we had our first Venda show um and like three nights before we were like really just diving in like just getting stuff together i was so excited and um we we really were, we, we burned were, the midnight oil. We did, and we were able to get like a great parking spot to unload. We were like a few steps to where we were going to be. Yeah, I mean, it was just like everything was falling in place. So the whole morning went well. The yeah. truck packed really easily. Yeah, we already got. We stopped for hot chocolate. We did. Yeah, I mean, stuff was just going pretty damn cool. And so I remember. Um, I remember when I was walking in, you were already in there, and I had walked back to the car. Yeah. To get some things, you know, and I'm putting bags. So we like loaded everything in bags, if you can imagine, like 
the um, reusable, reusable shopping shop, yeah. bags, you know. So I have those on my arms, um, various things in the bags. And I'm walking in, looking directly at Tawny over to where our... But my back was to you. Yeah, our tent area. And um, and then I knew it. Ugh. I knew it. I knew it. I felt my left foot step on my lace of my right boot. Damn. I mean, I could, I I know every second of this and I went forward with my face directly towards the concrete. Now, I don't know how this happened, but my face never hit the concrete. Thank God. What hit the concrete was my right knee, my left forearm on the outside. That's not your forearm. What is this up here? No, what is this up? I'm sorry. Wouldn't that be like a tricep? <laughs> yeah, under here. Yeah, but this we is, should probably it is know, a tricep. We should probably what know what is wrong with me. Our body parts um, are called. Yeah. My, yeah, the back of my tricep near my elbow, and then my left hand, my hand was cut open on the inside. Yeah, and your fingers. Cut open on the outside, but I don't know how I was able to twist. I think that's why you said forearm, because as you were explaining where all the injuries were, I think you were processing the confusion of like how the fuck did I hurt all of these spots in one like, I saw arm. it on your face like as you're saying it you're like my forearm and I'm like well wait but yeah I think like, it I was... don't I don't know how my body did right that. I think it was you, I could tell you were like processing but the, that's the only the fuck thing that's the only thing that touched the concrete yeah my left leg didn't touch now as quickly as I went you also down fell on some of the bags though so that oh, yeah, I crushed have... the stuff in the bag it was with my rib cage <laughs> but it was like dollar store a little wooden Still. Hurt it my titties too. <laughs> I bet the whole thing hurt so bad. But as quickly as I went down, I got up. Yeah. And then I know that there were a few people coming over. Are you okay? And you were like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, I was shocked because I heard all the like. I heard the noise, but I thought you just dropped everything. You know, like we have a lot of tumblers, so that I thought you just dropped something that made a lot of noise, and well, then you yeah. dropped yourself. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Take it low. low, low, low. Not that low. How low can you go? Pork chop. Hello. That's a Doug funny. Uh, so um, it, it swelled. I mean, it swelled instantly. It was my left hand. I'm left handed. My uh, index finger was cut open and then the inside of my hand was cut open. So index finger on the top. So think about that. <laughs> Index finger on the top. Maybe one of the wooden crates got you. Inside, they, that was in the bag. Inside, my palm of my hand also got cut. The outside and top of my pinky <laughs> also got. Yeah, some shit went down. So how did this and this meet the concrete at the same time? Girl. I don't know, but that was fucked up. But it was so cold out. That I think... She stayed. We stayed for the show. Yeah, we stayed until 2 o'clock. We stayed until 2. It ended at 4. Honestly, we left because of me. I got cold. You were cold? I didn't want to do it anymore. (laughs) I was cold. Don't get me wrong. I was cold. I was just trying to be a strong bitch. You were. You were a fucking trooper. I packed that muck... You said time to go... I packed up so fast. You you packed... Like, you said it's time to go... I packed the whole car (laughs) with one hand. You did. That's Carried true. it all one hand. You did. So you ended up getting X-rays a couple days later. Monday, yeah. Yeah, you did it like you know through the doctor to avoid avoid the ER. I wasn't sitting in an ER or paying no. for it. I wasn't doing it like that. 
Um, anyway, and um, by that time we realized how bruised I was. Oh yeah, you had a real um, nice bruise. I couldn't. I could not close my hand. It was so swollen and so painful. It was not broken. There's no break. I was really surprised. But I mean, the swelling is gone and the bruising is gone and all the cuts are healed. But um, and my my thumb, my index finger, and my fuck you finger. <laughs> And you need that. Yeah, I need that. Especially um, they're doing in well. 2022. They're doing well, but my ring finger and my pinky, it's still, if I even hit it on something, I it's touch it, really I try hurts. to, I can't, I couldn't even pick up the box today. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm using my hand a lot more because I'm left-handed. Right. You know, and I haven't worked from home much because I'm trying to do it sparsely. <laughs> um, also, meaning <laughs> scattered. Uh Anyway. I don't even care if no one else, no one's going to get that. Um. No, I told his admin today. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh I my said God. no. Anyway. No, my bad. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, but I feel better now. Thank you all. <laughs> I just, I, my pinky finger, my ring finger stick up. Yeah, that and was... And I think, I think this finger's crooked It looks now. a little crooked. <laughs> I is. told you that when it happened. I said, your pinky looks like it's going off in a new place. Look, it is crooked. Falling is fucked up. That was fucked up. Do you think, is that your worst fall ever? Or do you have like memory of a way worse fall? Well, I have a way worse fall, but I fell on my ass. When? Down our front steps. Oh shit, our old house. So I fell on. You had to climb Rapunzel's tower to get into our old house. Oh my God. It was wild. Oh my God. (laughs) And they turned ice. Like no matter how much, how much of the sodium stuff. Oh, I've fallen down them. Oh yeah. I slid. Bam. Cracked my butt. I did it. I did it right before we moved out. And then I remember the day after Christmas, 2020, I don't know what year it was, but it was, my mom was there. Okay. Like 2018, probably. Yeah. I remember. And I had, it was my right arm. I had had that, um, you just had tendonitis type of stuff in my arm and they were saying, and, and, uh, and I knew I needed a surgery, whatever. Right, you've been putting be. it off just because of other. Because I was scared shit. too. Yeah. yeah, and I walked out the door and I fell and hit that elbow because I slipped and I landed Ooh. on that elbow, and I was like, first of all, you cannot call out of work the day after a holiday. Right, you will not get paid. Um, no, I don't know. I'm salary. I don't know how that would have worked, but yeah, it's probably I was, different. For I me, was but... determined, but I went to work anyway. But those steps, I don't miss them. But that was one of the Hell reasons no. why I moved. I don't want steps. Want the steps anymore. Yeah, I have fallen down those steps. I've fallen down a lot of steps, but... You've fallen up some steps, too. Yeah, I've fallen a lot. But I used to be quite the drinker, so that contributes... I'm already very clumsy. You are? I remember when we lived with Aunt Bon, I was drunk trying to go up the kitchen steps. So we're talking like three cement steps into our back door, which would walk... Which led right into our kitchen, but I was so drunk and it was icy out, and I opened up the screen door like into myself. Do you know what I mean? Like didn't give any room, and just right off the top step onto the concrete, like smashed my face. And at the time, I was a waitress and a bartender, and like not a and, good right. look. Yeah, and it like I mean we were in I Philadelphia, so if any of you up. know Philadelphia, we get some really really rough winters here. Oh my, you know, God. and a lot of ice. And I'm not good. I'm not good on my feet as it is. Even even on dry ground. No, no, no. But then you add ice alcohol and 
alcohol for one, but then you add ice and snow, water. Like, it's a bad, bad, bad situation. Yes. Not fun. No. <laughs> I've fallen, Not fun at all. No, I've fallen lots and lots of times. No, this was this was the worst fall I've ever had. Yeah, I mean, fall, well... First, the, the first thing that's fucked up is that falling's really funny, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't find your fall funny. I didn't. No, no, I didn't see anyone laughing. No, no one. I don't think anyone <laughs> thought that one was funny. That mm-hmm. one was more of those like, oh fuck, somebody could be really fucking yeah. hurt situation. It's probably my age. <laughs> your AARP Look at that card old lady was showing. That, that fell. Is she okay? <laughs> the old, remember, I got fallen and I can't get up. Yeah, could you imagine if I'd have yelled that out? Oh my god, it would have been fantastic. But when people fall sometimes, it's... I mean, I laugh at myself. I've laughed at you. When I, <laughs> when I fall, Listen, just you've generally. been drunk sometimes and done some shit? Girl. Oh, my gosh. I know. I sit there and crack up. Me and your brother would, you know... Oh, and he's just as funny. So, mm-hmm. I we've been through it. One time you came in and got me, though. One time you came in and got me and brought me outside to see how drunk you were. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't happy. You weren't happy that I was there. Well. Why are you here? <laughs> well, why were you there? He got me. <laughs> I was thinking of when he, um, my brother, like the first time, I guess, well, I don't know if it was the first time, but the first time with me that he got like really drunk, he suddenly realized that he couldn't feel his nose. I know. And he went into extreme panic. Didn't he wake you up or like he, come in the house and get you? He did. He did. He was worried that something went wrong. Mom, mom, I mom. Can't my, and I'm like, when do you do you usually feel your nose? Like, do you usually have like an awareness of and your nose? Like, I don't know, but I can't feel it. But, but I know it's not there now. <laughs> like, like, like yeah, somebody, he, did somebody take it at the bar? Like, right. it's in somebody's pocket? I don't it was, get it. <laughs> it was very funny to see a grown man. I, well, drunk Crying people are funny. Yeah, but drunk. it could have been worse. It could have flipped the other way, and it could have been violent. I'm so glad he was worried about. It. But that happened multiple times him being drunk for some reason he loses his nose nose. (laughs) i mean it could be a thing maybe there's other people out there who would also suffer from i don't know i would hate that i would hate that losing your nose i would love i would like to lose my nose but (laughs) (laughs) but could you imagine just that's what you you're that's what you get after you've gotten lit that you're just worried about your fucking nose? I mean, it could be worse. Yeah, that's could, for sure. You could shit your pants. <laughs> I probably have. <laughs> <laughs> I already don't have a great stomach. Oh, I have some drunk shitting stories. Oh, mm. nobody needs that. I don't need it. Parking lots. No, nope, like, don't need it. We just said I don't need it. <laughs> I, but I already have such a fucked up stomach, and then oh my god, so many drinks are alcohol. Drinks are very sugary. So I left the shore. That's why I have to drink tequila. So wait, I left. I left the shore with your brother. Uh, where were we at? Long Beach Island, and okay. I had a big coffee. Mm. And you know, so coming back from Long Beach Island from Philadelphia, you have like you take three roads: seventy-three, seventy-two, and seventy. That's mm. how it goes. You mix them up. Oh yeah. no, seventy-three, seventy-two, and so you did it again. <laughs> 73, 70, and 72. Yeah, now we're there. Right. Now and we're in Long Beach. And 72, the last one in heading to the island, which is maybe 30, 40 miles it's long. It's long as hell. It's one lane. Yeah. 
So anyway, on our way back, I had to use the bathroom. There's no place to go. Absolutely no place to go. There was nothing I could do. Could I just couldn't. Paul's in the front seat. So I'm heading, I'm heading, I'm heading west. So I'm heading west, but I turn and go on the east side and turn my car uh, angled so the people coming. Right, so you're like against traffic. Right, so no one could see me. Paul's on the front seat. I open the back door and I'm like, oh my God, I don't have anything to wipe my butt with. Right. Well, your brother's such a gentleman. Oh, yeah. He ripped his shirt up. And gave me Let's be fair. Stuff. He got that idea because Daddy used to come home all the time without sleeves. And when you'd <laughs> ask him why his shirts were now crop tops and why they didn't have sleeves, he's like, oh, because today I had to shit in a bucket. Today I had to shit on a roof. Today I had to shit in a field. And, and he would I also use my sleeves. Sometimes he would come home in a belly shirt. That's what I said, like a crop top <laughs> or with one sock. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so. So he gave me that. And it just so happened. I, I This is just so grotesque. But. It happened, and, Listen. and I was with a, a a young man. He might be like thirteen or fourteen years old. Oh my God, I just thought uh, I thinking I never hit record anyway. Go, girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I go, and when I wipe myself, you know, I have to put that in a bag and this and that. But when oh, I wow, you, you're so thoughtful. Yeah, when I turn around and look, it was like a perfect little soft serve chocolate ice cream, like the emoji, <laughs> yes, like the poop emoji. Wow. Paul Michael's like, oh my God. And I'm like, don't tell anybody. Do you promise? Right. He's like, of course. Of course. I promise. Yeah, we all promise. Not too long after, I get a phone call from Mikey. Oh, his best friend at yeah. the time. And he's yeah. like, hey, Paul's mom, <laughs> is it true that you shit on the side of the road? And I was like, what the fuck? Paul said, and I, well, was, I, and I was like, yes, it is. I had to go. <laughs> you got to go. You got to go. But why did he tell? You just told potentially everyone. Well, I, now, yeah, I guess he told because maybe he thought it was funny. He thought it was funny, and he probably didn't consider that it could actually be embarrassing to you. Like, he probably didn't process that. He was a little child, and you I were... don't really think it was embarrassing. Well, then Only what's the be- problem? Yeah, there's not really a problem. I no, was who just, cares? I was just being a bitch. No, I remember a time where... I, there were, I had no choice. There was absolutely nothing yeah. I could do. But I remember a time when I found shit. Uh, embarrassing of my own you know but men talk about shit all the time and it's like funny they talk about right. poop all the time yeah well that's what it is i i i lived with construction workers yeah i mean you, you know what i, I mean? grew up and, with all uh, boys i mean literally my cousins <laughs> like poop bags is an understood term in our family because my cousins used to shit do you remember this they didn't confess to it until we were adults but my cousins used to I don't know if it was their shit or dog shit. I'll have to actually confirm this. But they used to put it in, like, plastic bags. And then they would swing it around and throw it across the alleyway. So the way a lot of the houses are set up in Philadelphia are row homes. And then out back you have parking underneath your deck. Right. And then there's a little driveway. And then the people behind you have parking underneath their deck. So they would throw them and they would land, like... Uh. On the edge where the gutters and stuff are, so then it would rain. It would like it rain shit. <laughs> and this was, but I think they had like a competition uh, to see how far they could throw them and different things. And they didn't ever. <coughs> I'm sure it smelled so bad. Uh, and they never confessed, like told you know my aunt and uncle until we were adults. But I do remember. I'm pretty sure Nick included it in his best man speech. 
at Justin's wedding. And I think a couple of the other guys were there and they were like, oh, yeah, poop bags. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I remember that. I've never. Thro- See, men are gross. I've never pooped in a bag. <laughs> I mean, if you have to, it depends on where you're at. Right. Yes. Yeah. It, that That's the thing for GI. I mean, like there's sometimes I can hold it in, but that was not the time. No, or and you, and I still had a good thirty miles before I would have found any place to use the bathroom. Right, and then it just gets worse because if the feeling starts building in your stomach, and then you start getting sweaty, right? Your yeah. face gets all hot. I would have vagled down. <laughs> you can feel yourself heating up. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. You get like a sweat mustache. Mm-mm. It would have been. It would have been right in my pants. <laughs> I, this is pretty bad too. If you're not into the shit, you might want to, literally the shit, you might want to fast forward like probably a minute or so because I probably over, but anyway. This is called oversharing. There's no TMI. Girl, you're right. Thank so, you. So if they're listening, they shouldn't feel They shocked. already know how it, how we go. Um, once upon a time on a bachelorette party in Ocean City, Maryland, it was our last night. <laughs> I know the story. I was there. It was our last night in Ocean City, Maryland. And we decided to go to, I wish I remembered the actual name of the bar, but we decided to go to the karaoke bar that is there. Um, so a bunch of us went out. You didn't come. I did not. My aunt didn't come. A couple people stayed home. But anyway, go to the karaoke bar and there was a special on Twisted Tea. So I'm drinking Twisted Tea, right? And it's our last night. So we've already been there what three days about three days but a lot of drinking a lot of eating all the expected things so we are at the bar we're drinking myself and my my friend ashley uh who is now my cousin she's married to my cousin Mm -hmm. um we were like all right let's get out of here like let's go try to find food and you know slide out everybody else was staying So we're walking back and we're just, you know, bullshitting and we're drunk and having a good time. And I'm like, oh, I have to pee, you know, like I, I don't remember if I knew I had to shit, but I knew I had to To pee, pee. but I knew something was going on. Like I was in pain, but anyway, literally squatted down on the side of like the main road in between two cars. We're cracking up because I'm shitting in the parking lot but there was but it was like you said like it was one of those shits where there was nothing i could do about it like i either let it run down my leg in my pants or i shit in the parking lot so i did so of course she's like going through both of our purses hoping we have a napkin tissue like anything (laughs) this bitch (laughs) she goes oh i got you right so i'm relieved i'm like oh it's gonna be okay she hands me a fucking tampon (laughs) but you can open that up and she's like fan it out yeah 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 It'll absorb. <laughs> so Ugh. then we take care of it the best we can. And I'm like, but uh, but every, but the bars are letting out, right? So now so everyone's, everyone's starting to walk. I'm like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> we got to go. So can we, you imagine who stepped in it? Well, it, I tried to be good. Like, it was, like, up against the gate, like, in a parking lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, we walk home. We make an agreement. Like, we're not, just same as you and my brother. We're not telling this story. We're never going to tell anyone, like, this is our secret. We get back to the condo. I get in the shower. You know, everybody else is there. And by this point, like, there's a shit ton of food. Everybody's out in the dining room eating. So I go get a shower. I come out. I sit down. And I'm like, man. Do I have a story for you guys? And then I tell the entire house about how I just shit in the parking lot. (laughs) Like, I couldn't even keep it in. It was so 
funny to me. That was an interesting trip. That is not the only time I have shit in the grass, though, so. <laughs> oh, man. I can't do it to us tease. Wait, I remember, this This isn't a shit story, but I remember. I'm sure people down, will be thankful. Down the river, when we used to always go down there with Daddy, and, you know, we would play ball or whatever. I remember having to pee. And he was like, oh, go over there in the bushes. And I did. Yeah. And I squatted down and I peed uh-huh. and I wiped and um, I did leave my tissue there. Um, pulled it back up, went about my business. I ended up no. with poison ivy no. in my crack. Oh, yeah. That and <laughs> and I had backed up into something. Nice. And the branch had like, like scratched my butt cheek. But I think it was a poison ivy branch. Right. And so that was like all inflamed down. It was awful. That sounds terrible. It was, it was awful. Ew. That happened on Grey's Anatomy too. She got a poison, poison something. Oh, on she her got hoo-ha. that on a hoo-ha. Ew. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Peeing outside is another one. Like being drunk, the amount of porta potties and weird places that I have peed at this point. Well, you, yeah, so well, you funny. were always so busy out with kids and stuff all the time, running from here and there. I can only imagine you happen to know. Listen, when it comes to South Jersey, I know where all the nice porta potties are. <laughs> because when you have a car full of kids and you're constantly on the go, like, you think of shit. And mm. people, I was on a date with somebody. We, like, went to the park. Um, the, I don't even know if I've ever told the story. I was on a date with someone who, after we slept together, he told me that I catfished him. <laughs> But anyway, on our date, we were at the park, like uh, a local park, and he said something. I was like, oh, well, these porta potties are always immaculate. I said, and the ones down the street are really clean. I said, the ones over on park, not so. He's like, what the fuck? I was like, listen, when you have little kids and you and you have to entertain them for eight hours a day, you end up in random places. You need right. to know where all the spots to go mm-hmm. to the bathroom are. Mm-hmm. And you need to know where all the good snacks are. And the great thing about that is, like, if you have to go, you can drive right up to the porta potty. True. Jump in there. See, that's something. And I... your kids are right outside. Right. But if you have to go into a store, you're going in you're a building. You're bringing everybody in. Exactly. Oh you my can't god. Leave them and the outside. amount of times. So... Then you have to buy stuff. Oh, well, the little boys that I used to nanny—they're only 15 months apart. So, if you have a, you have two toddlers and. So many times they love to eat at Chick-fil-A and they love to go to the mall. Like they always were always out doing shit. And they manipulated you a lot. They were good. Yeah, I'm a fucking sucker. They they were slick. I'm a sucker. But anyway, when we were out in public and we'd have to use the bathroom, do you know how hard it is to shit in the Chick-fil-A bathroom in the stall when you have a two-year-old and a three-year-old in the stall with you i do not trying to open the door the whole time or like when you're all using the bathroom like we would go in together like in a family like morristown mall has one of those family restrooms so you go in and there's you know the one toilet and everything and i would lock us in and then the littlest one would go first then him and then as i'm peeing they're like okay bye like opening the door <laughs> leaving i'm like can we not <laughs> i don't um i'm sure i had to take you guys in the bathroom with me and i'm sure stuff. too i don't remember you know it I mean? you know yeah but that's what and it's so funny because like i've said before i was 22 when i started nattying so i really had no idea what the fuck i was doing with right. two todd like my kids were so young both right. times both mm-hmm. families and, yeah, the shit that you have to come up with, which I'd imagine, you know, the same as in motherhood, like, the shit you have to come up with, with 
you know, bringing your kid in the bathroom while you're showering and leaving the door open while you're like, you don't even get that minute. Like the amount of times that I have pretended that I had to pee Mm -hmm. just to go sit in the bathroom for a couple minutes and it doesn't work. All they do is stick their fingers right under the door. Hello. Yeah. Or under there. What are you doing in there? I see you. Like, what the fuck do you think? Are you coming out? (laughs) Can I come in? Like, no. <laughs> I'm hiding from you, honey. Just go down the hallway. Your brother would do that. Taking a Your break. brother would always stick his. I mean, I remember one time me and Daddy were having sex, mm-hmm. and he he's like, "Wait a minute." I'm like, "What? What? Yeah. What?" He's like, <laughs> like always like real aggressive. Yeah. Right. And then uh, he gets up and wraps something around there. He walks over to the door real quiet and he just taps the door and you hear, ow! <laughs> it's your brother. He had his face up to the, you know, there's his ear, ear up to the, the door. door trying to listen to what we were doing and we were yeah. doing it. Yeah. He probably thought you guys were doing something fun. Yeah. We weren't. No. <laughs> it's another chore. I'll be right there, Paul. <laughs> Give me seven seconds. Ugh. Jesus. <laughs> oh, anyway. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are great. Aren't they? Kids are great. What a blast. <laughs> yep. Kids Kids are pretty cool. Kids are great. Shitting outdoors is great. Mm-hmm. It's all great. I remember kids speaking like, when at the holidays, that's the one thing that I can say about nannying or having small children around, you know, having small children of your own. Like it makes, it does make the holidays so much more fun but I remember you saying like when my brother and I were small you felt like you put so much energy and effort into making like Christmas really great and getting us all the things we wanted and you know the whole presentation and then it would just be over in a matter no matter how no matter if I singly wrapped a 24 box of Crayola crowns. You did used to do shit like that too. No matter if I singly wrap stuff to make it take you oh longer. Oh my God. I'm having all of these guys flashbacks would of different have things you've this wrapped. done in 2.9 seconds. Yeah. You know, and that wasn't enough for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I even remember the year that I made Christmas a scavenger hunt. You've done it with Christmas and you did it with Easter. Yeah. Our Easter baskets, you used to, this was, it was the best, honestly. (laughs) And it's so funny because we've talked before about how much my dad struggled with mental illness. And there was a lot of things about the holidays that he made really, really difficult. I mean, he's fucked up so many holidays, but there were also like things like this, like the morning of the scavenger hunt. I have no idea what you went through the night before, you know, to get us to, to 8 a.m. when we're having the scavenger hunt. Because I know it was all you, you know. Of course. Um, but those and, things and, are so fun. And girls at work. Yeah. and but, but really, they hid clues all over the house. And they were different. My brother and I each had different paths. But our baskets were essentially, like, in the same spot. I think one was in the washer, one was in the dryer. But it was, like, essentially the same (laughs) idea, you know? So just in case one of us didn't get it, you still kind of got it Mm because they were right there. Um, And then you used to do something similar with our Christmas presents. You would hide them or hide the bigger things. And I would put little things. Little notes. And hang them on the tree. And that's Yeah, and you had to figure out and go find where your presents were. But I remember, like, when we asked why, you said, you're like, I just feel like it goes... 
so fast and I want to like enjoy the morning but then as soon as it was over my dad would ruin it because he'd be like clean your fucking rooms you got all these new fucking toys you gotta clean your fucking rooms and then we would have to drop everything and go to his mom's and that's the one thing I hated and I felt like they should have come to my house I wonder (laughs) how many I agree with you I mean I know that they had you know that but my children were the youngest my children were the youngest I could have easily hosted the whole family. I think a lot of family. I mean, I don't know what but, even the average move is anymore you know, you for holidays. You have no toys there. Whatever you got it for Christmas. It was stuffy at Grandma. I never, hated. You were, you were only bought clothes by Grandma. And we hated So being... you were pulled away from all of your new stuff mm-hmm. that you waited for. These were your list. And it, it broke my heart. That's true. I wonder how many other people go through that where they spend their holidays like bouncing around different houses or they could spend them at their in-laws or their parents and then their kids don't have access to the things i would hope like like um you know at my aunt's house where we spend our holiday her grandchildren come over but they have a playroom there you know Mm -hmm. like and they have all these adults that are obsessed with only them and Mm -hmm. they get all kinds of new Mm -hmm. stuff there and then they get to keep a lot of that stuff there in their playroom so it's like a good vibe which i would hope you know if i decide to have children that's something we would do similar um but I wonder how many families do go through that where you're, you know, enjoying your morning together and then it's like you have to dress your fucking kids well, and the, pull them outside. It's, a, it's also boundaries. I didn't set my boundaries, yeah. you know, and it would have been a fight, but I really wish I would have known what boundaries were back then because yeah. I would have fucking set them. Girl. You know what I mean? Seriously, because, you know, and it sounds so simple and maybe someone else doesn't get what I'm saying you know, or, oh, it's just one day they need to go see their grandparents. But, you know, the idea of Christmas, no, I don't know how many are celebrating it for whatever the holiday means to them. Right. But for me, it was giving my kids presents. Day, yeah. It, yeah, it was giving my kids presents and things like that. But And the magic of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we were little and we believed. And you be- yeah. there's that magic in the air, the excitement, the mm-hmm. like, how'd they know to get me this one, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And you just, you didn't have any fun. Yeah. You know, there was nothing to, and then you were stuck in a fucking dress. Literally. So you couldn't do anything. At our grandparents, and I don't understand why, but for years and years and years, I hope, like, my cousins on my dad's side listen and can <laughs> and remember this. Um, there was, like, six different toys. There was, like, a box of Tinker Toys. There was, like, a thing of Legos. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, a very, like, one of those just from the 90s. It's mm-hmm. the regular Legos. You get, like, 15 Legos in a kit. You can't really make anything outside of a robot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and then I think there was two games there was like yahtzee which you need a couple people you know you can only play yahtzee by yourself and you weren't allowed to bring your stuff with you no Mm -mm. we only had like four or five vhs's we had fucking fantasia which what a nightmare what a (laughs) trick man i remember putting that shit on thinking it was gonna be like something mickey and i was like it's just all music it just never stops yeah which i'd probably have different appreciation for now but not then and then we had santa claus the santa claus with timmy allen on vhs oh how many times have you seen that listen I'll probably watch it later. It's mm-hmm. still it's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. What else did we have? Oh man, I'm drawing blanks. I wonder. It wasn't. I mean, it was. But it wasn't. It kid was friendly. kid safe, but it wasn't kid friendly. It wasn't fucking kid friendly. It was not. The at neighborhood all. wasn't kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Like nothing about it. Mm-mm. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah, fuck mm-hmm. that. So, and and 
whenever you would fucking let her watch us on a Saturday, we'd have to get up at 6 o'clock in the fucking morning and go to church. And that's some bullshit. Right, overnight. Oh, when we watched her, yeah, when she watched us overnight. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm realizing how much resentment I have for you right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Those are his parents. It's all. <laughs> I know, right? My mother would not make you go to church. <laughs> no, she absolutely would not. <laughs> my mother would not make you go to church. No, she would teach me how to cast spells. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what my Graham did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she taught me how to cast spells and so shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm only good at one of those things. I'll yeah, leave it to you to figure out. So creative. Oh, the talent! I'll tell you. So fucking creative, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the holidays can definitely be a strange a strange time do you well i know you definitely remember but do you remember the year that dad um wrapped all our presents in the wrong color yes <laughs> i remember the year that he said he was gonna wrap and he just folded like folded so yeah so uh, he also uh, uh, the situation is I'm home on Christmas Eve and I'm preparing whatever desserts. That's another thing I wonder now, like as you're saying it, I'm sorry, but I wonder how many moms, like as I look back on it, as I said earlier, my dad really got to reap the fun. You know, he got to sit back and be a part of the gifts and the breakfast and all of that, but he didn't actually do any of the preparation. And I wonder how many parents are in the same boat and I am going to be sexist. I bet it's a lot of women, you know, who carry that entire burden of the holidays and everything that needs to be done and there's a tire list that needs to get checked off and then if you're hosting the holiday Mm -hmm. that's a meal you know and having a clean home (laughs) and like you were saying like the things that you'd have to do to prepare right and also make sure i really my holiday i wanted my holiday to be about my children right you know what i mean so that kind of was my priority but oh god speaking of christmas i remember one year where he he just I mean, he's always been bad with money, but we're right up around Christmas and it's like Christmas Eve. Yeah. And he's supposed to be home and I still hadn't bought you guys anything. I had no effing money. Oh, no. Um, And I don't even know why I wasn't working. I don't know. Or maybe I was and money was just that tight. Yeah. But he made so many promises to me and it was Christmas Eve, like 4.30 p.m., and he was in the bar. Yikes. And I called. And um, his, his buddy was my old boss. And I just said, yeah, was he up there? And he said, yeah. I said, I need money. I said, he did not come home. He did, and I went up there and I got money off of... Uh, Terry. Terry, my old boss. Yeah. You know, and he, he came after me and... Daddy did? Yeah, he followed me in his... Um, oh, I took his truck. That's what I did. Girl. I took his truck. You were always taking his trucks. <laughs> yeah. I took his truck and left him at the bar. At the bar. He didn't need to be mm-hmm. driving anyway. Mm-hmm. Because I, I got dropped off there. Okay. And Smart. then... It's the same night. Oh, my God. All this happened in the same night. Ooh, and um, he came after me, and then I realized he had a pipe in the truck. So I just came out of the truck with the pipe... And he was like, uh, I, and I'm like, just, I just need to get my kids some fucking toys. Just oh leave me God. alone. And I'm sure I dropped you off at Aunt Somewhere. Lisa's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so I don't even remember. I think this store was called, I don't think it was a Toys R Us. It Tell was, me where. It was on the boulevard where Target is now. Okay. 
I don't remember. It was over in that. It actually is where Target is. That's that store used to be a kid's toy store. I don't so think it's it was Christmas Toys R Us Eve. either because Toys R Us used to be right on Cotman Ave. But no. I could be wrong. But no, 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 no. This is the one up on the boulevard right, where, where Target Chicky and Pete's is. There used to be a kid's... Oh. That used to be a kid's store. Chicky and Pete's So I came from Sweeney's down the boulevard. I had... In the back area there is where Daddy caught up to me. You know, his buddy, you know, drove him up and whatever. And I pulled the pipe, pipe out. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Normal, now, regular I, stuff. I, now I'm like, okay, now I'm in, in the uh, parking lot. And I pull up and I'm waiting. So Harris Sam's used to be there too. Yes, Sorry. it did. Over in the right-hand <laughs> corner. So I'm sitting there and I put my blinker on and I'm waiting for a vehicle to pull out. Okay. Right? And then all of a sudden, just as the vehicle pulls out, now he backed out my way. So I lose that advantage. Mm. And another, and I had been waiting there when no one else was there. And again, it's Christmas Eve at 4.30 and I had no presents for my children. Little children. We have to be like under six, seven. Yeah. Oh, we're living on state roads. So you yeah. were probably, you were probably four and five or mm. four well, something, about something close like that. Three years apart, but I right. got you. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't, I got you though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know, you know what I mean. The little so, one was probably four or five. Yeah. That, so this was like one of those vans, not like a work van, like a van that you slide the door open. Like a minivan? No, no, no. This is an old time. This is way back. This is years ago. Oh, you're right. We're so it's one 90s. of those bigger vans. Like it's like like the size of your brother's work van. But when you open it, it's like there's like carpet, you know, that's like guys had those types of vans back then. And it like was like a Scooby Doo van? Yes. But bigger. <laughs> that that's like that right. smaller, you know. Right. But anyway, and it was a Spanish guy and I get out of the truck as he's getting ready to get out of his van. I'm like, you took and I brought my pipe with me. Oh my god. I did. And this poor I man. was he he let he let me have my spot. I bet. Okay. You don't want to fuck with a mom I'm on Christmas. Fired Eve. up now. I, I I didn't even leave room for embarrassment. I just went on my way. There was no time. The store was packed. I wanted to get you guys a table and chairs. That's how young you are. That I wanted I can, to get you guys. It was the guys... white little tykes table yes. with the blue. It had blue legs <clears throat> mm-hmm. and it had yellow little tykes chairs. Yep. And it matched the little tykes dollhouse set that I had. Mm-hmm. The little people had the exact same table. Yep. That's what you're talking about, right? That's right. And I went to the store for that. I wanted to get that for you. Oh, my God. Um, and I get there, and there's nothing in stock, but they have a display. So I'm like, well, I'm going to take the display. Obviously, yeah. So I get somebody over there, like, you can't have the display. And I said, why? Shut up. And they're like, well, you, we, we don't sell the display. I'm like, why? Like, what is it hurting? What, why <laughs> you don't is it have sitting any left. Like, so so I difference? literally had to argue my way into... Now, I don't have a box, you know what I mean? Which I didn't need anyway. It's put together even better. Right, I would have... Right, so yeah, I... even so better. I, I have all that aggravation. You can imagine that I probably wasn't very nice. I mean, I already... You had already threatened two men with a pipe, so... And I got through that. (laughs) I'm not judging you. you. And you remember that table, I'm not judging you. I'm just recounting the story as it happened. (laughs) And I don't have any other... I mean, I don't remember exiting the place. You know, I don't remember if that was awful. But I remember... You the rest out, yeah. Yeah. And I remember that night, and I just... And I don't know why that didn't trigger me to say what the fuck are you doing i think i stayed at a hundred more years after that (laughs) you make a good point that's a really shitty christmas to keep staying yeah i just think when you're in it though even if it's not 
Like, that's really bad. That's really bad. Like, a, that's a blatant disregard for you and his children. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. When you're in it now, and you, I mean, when you're out of it now and you can see that. But I think when you're in things, even if they're not that bad and they're not that blatant, it's still very hard. It can be it's little selfish. things. It is, but it can be little things. It can be, like, maybe you do the dishes every single night, you know, or maybe you do all of your partner's laundry, or maybe you carry all of the weight of taking care of the children. And it feels very normal and very natural and very, like, oh. Oh, this silly so, marriage when you're in it, but or this silly relationship could be whatever. But then you get out of it and you're like, what the fuck? I just realized it was prob- probably him being a coward. He did not come money, through probably. the money. He so he went not, and spent the little bit he, he had on himself. And sat in the bar and didn't want to come home and just sit with me and say, I'm really sorry. I fucked up again. Yeah. What can we do? I think- and I'd say, you know what? I can buck fucking borrow the money just you like had I to did do anyway. <laughs> yeah. Just like I did, but I wouldn't have had to shame my husband for it. Right. But there was no way I was going to give him any grace when he's sitting there at the bar and Terry knew it. I think that's yeah, that's a topic worth exploring because I think so many people want to avoid, you know, not even responsibility, but that's a main part of it. Like avoid anything, avoid confrontation, avoid um the other person's response but what happens is you go out of your way to avoid these situations and you really do make them worse like oh the tangled webs we weave but you don't get to guess what my response is going to be and then not give me an opportunity to have a fair response i agree with you Do you know what i mean come on like even even so much as i don't even know if i told this on here but i'm already on the kick and i'm so tired i'm yawning all the way through this (laughs) i got locked out of my room on my honeymoon night what the fuck are you talking about you didn't hear this i don't think so yes or i just don't remember you maybe. don't remember we went to the poconos wait uh, is this the same one with the ski instructor is this the same trip no 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 no. Oh, we weren't okay. married we were just dating then oh with the ski okay my bad what that's gonna that sounds weird <laughs> me and the ski instructor <laughs> anyway we <laughs> went we get to our hotel it's not even a hotel it's like uh, it's, it's casino, a casino re- right it's a resort, resort. yeah yeah um and we're up in the Poconos, and we had met a couple at dinner, you know, out doing stuff, horseback riding They ended something. up coming to stay at our house. I wish exactly. I remember their names. But. So um, we met them, and we're drinking, and we're hanging out, and then we decided, came back, got showers, and we met them out later, and we're drinking, and Daddy's like, oh, I'll be right back. Right. Okay. So we're in the bar. I don't know. It's like 1 a.m., and he doesn't come back, mm. and he doesn't come back. Now we're at the bar, and this is my honeymoon night. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm on my honeymoon. This is the first night we get there. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you have children. You've been a couple for a long time, too. Mm-hmm. You know, Not that this behavior would be okay ever, mm-hmm. but it's not like you guys are like, I don't know. There's but no, I'm not there's at no home, defense. though. Yeah. I'm not at no home. Defense. It's not like I'm, I'm out at... With strangers who know this is happening, right? Ugh. So they walk me to my room. Oh, that you're still with the other couple. Um, he oh, left I, me at the bar. Escapes me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And I'm with the other couple. They walk me to my room. I don't have a key. He had the key card. He's asleep. He just went to bed. Ba- he went to bed. I'm banging on the door, banging on the door, banging on the door. And the man had to go to the front and get another key to get me in. Oh, my God. I was so... And I had to stay with him that whole fucking week with this couple. Well, you stayed with him another 15 years, but go on, A million years. (laughs) Um, But 
I can't even begin to tell you the feeling, though, of shame. Oh, no, I can't. You you know what I mean? And I can't even understand how... I, I mean, I had romantic nights with him after that, but I just... Sometimes I hate myself for what I allowed myself to put up with. Well, I mean, that's why they say the hardest part of getting over, you know, a relationship like that is forgiving yourself, forgiving yourself for all of the things that you allowed yourself to be a part of, for all of the things that you did in reaction to having an abusive partner. I mean, and that's, that's, I talk about this a lot, you know, just in regular conversation. I was in an abusive situation and... I reflect a lot on my behavior and what I contributed to those situations. But I know that my ex is not doing that. You know, Mm -hmm. the same with my dad. There were so many times I was talking earlier about situations where I've been triggered with my dad to where I've gone toe to toe with him. And then afterwards, even though I was in the right, I would still reflect on my behavior Mm -hmm. and evaluate where I was wrong or what I could have done differently. Even if I was completely in the right. And then some, but there are some people who never do that. Absolutely. I mean, I definitely, you know, have even before tonight have looked back on that night, you know, where I pulled a pipe out twice in one night. Not your best moment. Not at all. Not at all. But when I look back, I think to myself, that's what it took as a woman for me to be heard from these two fucking men. Yeah. It took me having a pipe in my hand for them to back the fuck off and let me shop for my kids. Yeah, let me do what I'm trying to fucking do. I mean, I don't, I do. I know it sounds almost crazy, no, but... I don't think it sounds crazy, and I don't think there are other mothers who would think that you sound crazy, especially if they've not. been in, you know, similar situations. I think we've all been in the situation, especially that last minute feeling. Yeah. You know, could and you when imagine it does that, come to your... No. Could you imagine, though, waking up Christmas morning and nothing being under the tree do you have any idea of what you and your brother would have felt like well i mean we were a santa we were a santa family you know yes. so that would have been a huge blow <laughs> yeah you believed in santa yes, absolutely and you believed yeah. in the tooth fairy you believe and i believed you when you told me that santa and the tooth fairy got into an accident and that's why the tooth fairy didn't give me any money i believe and that's that. exactly what fucking happened i don't know why you're still <laughs> questioning it we did. You guys went. Yeah, you guys. I'm very thankful for it. You guys went very hard um, on the Santa, on the Tooth Fairy, on the Easter Bunny. Like you went out of your ways. Like I remember years. I remember one year. I'm glad that he allowed me that. And he did it too. I yes, mean, I remember one he year was good he at it. he like rigged our fireplace to make mm-hmm. it look like Santa had been there, but we yeah. didn't even have a real fireplace. Like mm-hmm. he had he had built that. Your brother fell for it, but though. my brother went for it. You know, it wasn't until years later that my brother was like, "We didn't have a fucking chimney." Like. like <laughs> I think we were all we were downstairs when he did that. But imagine being twenty four years old and being like, "Oh shit!" Like even though you've known for years that it was a hoax, you're just now figuring out how they did it. Mm -hmm. But I remember because my dad was pissed that he had caught him with presents, and he was like, "I knew it wasn't real." Yeah, I was just talking. Want him to lose that yet? Yeah, I was just talking to one of the dads um, that I nannied nanny for earlier, and that's what he was. We were like reflecting on when the oldest is fifteen now, and we were reflecting on like when we knew that he knew. You know, right, he right. like he 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 thought he got like a one up on us. He so what would happen is we would always have the kids <clears throat> me. write their letters and I would write the letters with them so that I could see them. And then I would take note of what was in the letters and then we would walk and put them in the mailbox because my kids are very smart and they were adamant that no one saw their letters because that mm. was like part of it. 
Um, and also with those kids, their parents, you got three big things. That was basically um, their explanation to the children is that, you know, the wise men brought a gift of peace to Jesus and then three, and, but it's really the way to keep it reeled in. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. <laughs> but, but they got three big they things. They got three big things and they're very generous, big things. But anyway, and then they would get to write like little things that they would get mm-hmm. in their stocking and just little fun mm-hmm. shit. And then of course you have other people who buy for you. Right. So I would look at the letters. I would keep the notes. I would forward all of that to their parents. Um, as the older one got older, he he's so smart. So he would try to keep his letter from me I would try to catch him up in conversation but one year he asked for like really exclusive like um Pokemon cards or something but he like really tripped it up like he was like there's no way that Santa could have found those and then there was another year (laughs) that he asked for something really crazy just to like test his parents to see if they'd be like that's a ridiculous thing to like he just it's just did they get it um, I think he did get what he asked for. I can but imagine. Yeah, I <laughs> the can youngest imagine. one now is like teetering on mm-hmm. the edge. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he kind of is realizing what's up, but he still wants to hang in there, you know, and, and believe so. Anyway, just it, it occurred to me, though, like we we talk about the, the high and the low and the manic, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like of 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 daddy, you know, and it, it is amazing how someone could have this one side where you literally call him a monster Oh, and yeah. yet, and yet, there he was, trying to rig the trim- chimney to look like Santa mm-hmm. was still real, so that boy did not lose that. Y- you know what I mean? How crazy is I it? Think... And he would pull over on the side of the road to help somebody. Oh, always. It's just, it. I mean, I know what it is, and I lived it, but sometimes I just think about it, and I'm like, how hard is that to live in that in that in that head well it's really fucking hard to live with someone who's like that so i can only imagine i mean and that's why i do have a lot of empathy it's it is it's very it's very very confusing it's very confusing to have a close intimate relationship with someone who treats you like you truly do not fucking matter but then when they're treating you like you are the most the most amazing person in the world you know and i first hit those highs and lows with my dad i've mentioned before how he would talk about i was like the greatest thing that ever happened to him you know and I already existed before he met you so he he fell in love with me too as he as he tells the story mm-hmm. you know so he, he really, told me he fell in love with you first and, it had to take him a while to <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm being honest he has like friends that have backed that up you know what I mean like go. his friends talk about how they all fell in love with me for mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it's a fun thing but um yeah it, it is it's very it's so confusing to experience those emotions and to have to put somebody in a box and decide that they're bad, you know? And it really takes a lot of time of weighing those things out. Like, is the bad happening more than the good? Because what happens is you find yourself holding on to those good moments and really dragging them out. And you realize that you're living off of a good memory that happened six months six months ago. But in between, in those six months, they've just been awful and then but you're like but that one time we went on that one vacation where we had that one dinner we had that fucking amazing sex and it's like holy shit it's been three weeks since they've said a nice thing you to know me. it's funny when you said in six months but then i realized you know for me it it started to span down where it was like smaller parts every of time. four weeks yeah and that's what I mean. And weeks. then they're just treating you badly and all then it's, the time. Then it's just consistent. consistent and you're like awfulness. 
draining. Yep. Yeah, I didn't mean to circle it back to negativity, but I was like sitting here when we no, talked it's about confusing. it. I, I have a memory. Like, so my brother was in, it was very clear to us that he had relapsed in this day that I'm going to describe. But you had tickets to the Phillies game and you took me, my brother and my cousin Paul. And we went to Oh, the, you mean that big that big Paul had relapsed? No, my brother. Okay. okay. It was very clear that my brother in this moment <clears throat> had relapsed and was back on drugs, but okay. was not open about being on drugs. But okay. he came to the Phillies game with us. Oh, but I it was this. like September and it was hot and he had a hoodie on and we're like, Well, we know where we're heading. Do you know what I mean? Like we all knew. Me, you and my cousin Paul knew what we were walking back into just by his appearance. However, while we're sitting there at the game, there was a very old woman, do you know what I mean, that was having trouble walking either up or down the steps. And my brother, who's barely there, he's only at this game because we had agreed upon it. But in the time between, like, literally this happened, my brother had been doing really well. This is so long ago. But he'd been doing really well and then agreed to go to this game with us and relapsed, like, in a day or two. It really right. came at us in a spiral. But the point is, he's, you know, not having a good time in his chair. He's dipping out. He's struggling. This woman can't get up the steps. He runs. Like, nobody else even sees this happening. I, I didn't realize slave to the fact. Leaps out of his chair, runs down to, like, the bottom, and you see him arm in arm, almost, like, yep. carrying this older woman up the stairs. And I've seen it other times where he's been at his worst, but he's still unloading people's groceries. And it's, like... And not for anything, you right. know, nope. like he doesn't take he's money. never taken money mm-hmm. or it's it, it's very pe- people are so you know, complex. From, I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like I'm a nice person. Right. I feel like I'm a helpful person. But he got that from the chivalry is from my dad. Yeah, it's from my dad. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. Humans are so fucking complex. Mm-hmm. It's so complicated. And that's mm-hmm. why I think people do have such a hard time with boundaries and they do have a hard time with deciphering what's abuse and what's toxic and what's normal because it's so complex and sometimes you know it's just small things that end up building up and you don't realize how big it is because it started so small so small and you know it's kind of like um you know you putting those rubber bands together a snowball yeah yeah and it or, ends yeah. up yeah really really big and now you're like what the fuck do i do with it mm-hmm. now it, and then it flattens you yeah absolutely <laughs> Yeah. Ain't that the truth? There's so much to unpack, girl. Sorry. Oh. Hello. Ooh, we have... See my tonsils? They ain't there. (laughs) 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 Peekaboo. Well, it was fun to to be back. I'm glad to be back. We are cruising into the new year. The world is burning, but we're hanging in there. Oh, God, yeah. It's it's cold. (laughs) I I don't know. Yeah. We're doing our best. I'm not a winter fan. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people get, like, the winter blues, right? That's a thing. Or yeah. people just shut down. Because it's cold, you can't really go anywhere, you can't do anything. And, you know, I'm, I'm going through that, that flash thing, so I'm, I'm only wearing yeah. a sweat jacket. Because if I wear a coat on the train... Then you'll overheat. I have to take it off, or I have to hold it, and then you put it, like... And it's just... That's I hate lot. it. Yeah, fuck that. You know what? I hate the summer, too. No. <laughs> <laughs> fuck spring. Fall sucks. No, no, no. Spring and fall, I'll take. But we did not get a fall this year. We didn't. I love the temperature of spring and fall. Love the vibes of spring and fall. My allergies, though, not Ooh. a big fan. So it's like... Yeah, you did suffer. When do you win? When do you fucking yeah. win? Well, I... But hope. anyway, so happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Bye. We will... Uh, Oh, stop. Hold on. <laughs> Don't forget to find us on 
Instagram at Keep Oversharing, and also check out the Etsy shop, which is also under Oversharing, and rate, review. That's how you help the podcast grow. We appreciate you very much. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you again next week. I'm so thankful for you. (laughs) Bye. Bye, everyone. (laughs)